Welcome to the January 27th, 2021 Executive Committee Special Meeting. Um, may I'll entertain a roll call, please. Trustee Bouquet. Here. Trustee Eskeen. Here. Trustee Jensen. Here. <laughs> Thank you. We have a quorum. Uh, so, um, uh, a little adaptation to the public. Um, we've moved closed session to the end uh, rather than the beginning. So we'll be going through the open uh, session items, which will hopefully be relatively quick for this evening. A little bit of context. This is the executive committee, uh, and the executive committee, is, 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 by, per our bylaws, is populated by the president, the vice president, the secretary, treasurer, and, and quote, any other officer as deemed necessary. Um, this is a standing committee of the Board of Trustees and therefore requires us to be uh, held in public space as a board meeting. So that's why when we have some of these items of discussion, we'll, we'll do that as, as a launching pad in this. And that's the why, because you probably, this you pro for the audience members, you probably didn't see this uh, uh, as much last year uh, uh, on, in the Zoom format. So um, we have just four items and I don't think it's gonna be very long tonight and I don't think closed is gonna have very many items, but I sort of wanna make this sort of our springboard. It's a special meeting because we can call it, you know, with, with 24 hours notice and that's sort of based on timing of the trustees who need to be a part of this meeting. So let's open up with item A, a discussion uh, about um, uh, status of agenda items for the February meeting. So. This is the part where we get to talk about our planning for our full board meeting. Um, it, it just so happens in this room, we have the finance chair, trustee Esteen, I'm the quality chair, uh, and we're, uh, we don't have our HR chair, our audit, we don't have an audit compliance chair yet. So, so this is really for agenda items for the full board meeting. So I'll open this up for any items from trustees Esteen or Jensen that they would like to make consideration of for um, for February. Um, well, I'll just say that there was really, uh, there wasn't anything that came out of HR, in my opinion, that would be necessary to be heard by the full board. Got it. Trustee Esteen, you've been doing a lot of busy work uh, on Whitfully and 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 uh, and for for the audience members, I know there's not very many audience members, but still. Um, Whitley is, a, is a, a detailed kind of financial analysis and report from an external party hired by this organization to review such things. Trustee Esteen, do you, do you have any considerations for the full board on this issue? So I think that uh, I need to get one more. We had a meeting with Whitley this morning. I need to get another uh, session with them. This morning we focused on IOP. Uh -huh. um, we are going to reconvene hopefully in a couple weeks after they are able to incorporate 2020 EPIC data into their IOP report out. But uh, we still need to get a download of their overall part two progress. And then once we get that, we can put them on the agenda uh, for certain. So um, because this IOP issue is so timely and time sensitive, I, uh, I do think it's important for us to wait for the Whitley issue to decide uh, which agenda it should be on, whether it's gonna be on finance or if it should be to the full board. I do think the IOP issue deserves a lot of attention. Got it. So what, what would be your vision for how 
Whipley migrates to the board, would you see that migrating through finance and then a place at the full board meeting or vice versa? Because finance is actually already next week and documents are due on Friday. So I'm right. presuming this isn't ready for prime time for next week, is that? And, and, and we have our CFO in the room as well. So we want Kim's opinion on this as well. So what would be your vision, Jen, on, on, on when Whipley, when and how would it migrate to us? Um, so we have a pretty full finance agenda already okay. um, that I think we can probably go with. And I think for the Whipley report, it would have to be uh, no sooner than two weeks. So I think considering sunshine and postings, um, we're at least a month out. Okay, got it. Um, got it. Um, so, um, uh, uh, sorry, as a side note, Trustee Fox, you're not a sitting com committee member here. You're welcome to be a part of this meeting as you like um, uh, in your public capacity. So, um, so I, I guess I'll, we'll hear back. We'll hear back about how Whitley will migrate to us. That'll be an ongoing discussion. Yes. Kim, do you have any comments about how you would envision Whipley migrating to the trustees? Yeah, I support uh, Jennifer's uh, thoughts on okay. that. I think we need to fully vet both the IOP as well as the uh, phase two work uh, okay. internally before we bring it out uh, to um, the board. Okay, got it. Or the board. So, so, so I'll, I'll just mark Whipley, uh, the three of us, uh, Tracy, Jen, and myself, we'll just mark Whipley as sort of like pending um, uh, and uh, until uh, our CFO really gets her, 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 her arms around it and our, and our finance chair gets her arms around it because it's, it's a beast, right? It's, it's great. Yeah, I think it's more about me getting my arms around it. I think our CFO has a pretty firm grasp. Yeah, she's, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so the other uh, two kind of bullet points I brought, the IOP. The IOP is obviously a, 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 an, an issue of importance to uh, the organization and basically stakeholders in and out and around the system. Uh, trustees Esteen or Jensen, can you comment as to how you would envision IOP discussions migrating to us? Well, first of all, I mean, I would I would want to hear from um, from. Kim Miranda and from Jennifer Trustee Esteen, whether it could be heard for the full for the full board um, and how it could be heard for the full board. Because from what I heard um, in the last board meeting was that it this issue had been decided as part of the budget. And so my suggestion would be that it come to well. A, a, an option would be that it come to the full board because as a return and a and a reopener or a budget discussion because since it um, was part of since the the this the option that's been approved as part of the 2021 budget is how we've moved forward so um, if that's as that's the case I would suggest that um, it come back to the full board as a um, a review of that, how that option has been, how that option has been implemented. Got it. Trustee, uh, just, uh, we did include the uh, a change to the IOP program, but not until the very end of the year. So the actual financial impact 
of the decision is very minimal to the budget. So yes, it was there, it was in the presentations, but it was not till the end of this fiscal year. So we may have a little time to uh, make sure that we uh, um, have gotten all the stakeholders aligned and that we uh, are ready to um, present uh, a final uh, decision on exactly how the program will be migrated or changed. Kim, can I ask you a question with regard to Whitfley? There's the Whitfley report, and then a section of that is is uh, the Whitfley's report on the IOP's finances. Do you think the Whitfley's report on the IOP's finances is ready for prime time for review in a public format or not? No, not yet. Okay. Got it. Okay. Because yeah, I, I think I, I think the characterization of uh, needing stakeholder alignment yeah. is incredibly fair. Um, I think that our report, this our discussion this morning, um, we, we came to the conclusion that we needed more information, which is the epic data from 2020, in addition to including some stakeholder conversations so that we could fill in all the blanks and all the gaps. Yeah. Um, Jen, as you know, the, there, there's a lot of stakeholder interest in getting this on the table as soon as possible. Yeah. And my humble reply has been, we, we don't want to cook it before we have all the information. And it sounds like I would argue, and I think we probably wouldn't get any argument in the room, that the Whipley data is core data. You can't make decisions without the Whipley data. I oh. think we would probably be in agreement on that. A, a, a core piece of data. Yeah, I think we definitely need the financial data. I think Tracy's point, uh, Trustee Jensen's point about the 2020 budget having been created um, and that that has some impact on uh, decision-making. I think uh, we do have to revise that because um, we don't have a, a, a total outline for the program yet. Okay. And I don't, you know, I think it's gonna be important for us to have a firm idea about the finances in addition to the stakeholder input and what the program might look like. And I think the stakeholders are, you know, the staff, um, which means labor, uh, you know, we need to go through that process. I think the stakeholders also include everybody in this room, um, our full board and the county. Um, we we got a lot of people, which is we got a lot tough, of people tough to get done in a February. I, 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 it feels like February feels rushed, but I'm, I'm willing to be pulled back off that point. And then I'm going to want to hear from our CEO, uh, obviously on this point, because he's, he's like, but, got I'm sorry. My question is with regard to, well, this is, I guess, more for, for Kim. You mentioned that um, the implementation was at the end of the budget year and the implementation of any budget changes has, is the IOP program in place as it was at the end of the 2020 budget year or have there been changes adopted and if so then i think we have to it has to be a discussion sooner rather than later if there have been program and changes no substantial changes um have occurred to the program that i'm aware of okay. uh, i don't know if anybody else uh, on the phone or on the uh, in the meeting wants to comment but i'm not aware of any at all Okay. If I may, this is James, and the only I'll change, <laughs> thank, thank you, Chair Bouquet. The only change, and it's not a recent change, but it's the move from behavioral health to ambulatory. 
And um, but that's not a recent change, as I understand it. That happened some time ago. But I think it's it's germane to your question, Tracy, because you asked since the end of the year. And I think the answer is no. But I do think the change from behavioral health to um, ambulatory is one of the drivers of dissatisfaction. But the fact that there are no changes that are anticipated happening immediately allows us to do what um, Taft is suggesting, which is to give this sufficient time, as Jennifer noted, to allow us to, you know, really study this. Um, And you, if I may, um, you asked my thoughts, and I am a big fan of measure twice and cut once. And we've already cut to a certain extent, but I think we really cannot move forward until we have all the data. And that's primarily that Wifley data that uh, Jennifer was just talking about. So I do think we need to give this time to factor that in. Okay. Yeah, thanks for that wisdom on that. And so I I, I think we need to, uh, I think there's more analysis that occurs. And I, I know some people have been critical about analysis, but I think we do need to do analysis which includes Whipley, okay. other stakeholders. And then my other guidance is, I don't think that this can be, uh, this, this discussion, it's too meaty to go occur within the context of a regular board meeting. My suggestion is when we find the time for it, anticipate it, this becomes a single subject special meeting. And I, I want your uh, opinions on that because I just think it's too weighty. I think public comment, we, we, they would be lining outside the doors for public comment. And I just wanna make sure that we give the right space for it. Taft, we're going to discuss the retreat in a moment, and I, and I was thinking the same thing. It might be a good topic, uh, one of the ideal topics to have at the retreat, and um, when we discuss that, I was going to suggest we perhaps even move the retreat up to March or, or yeah. Oh, oh so. great, great thoughts. Okay. Um, so I, I'm just going to jump. I'm just going to jump in here, and <laughs> there is a substantial issue of of quality, patient safety, and access that attends to this issue. Um, And I think that there needs to be some careful consideration of postponing any consideration of this until April, which means that some of the circumstances which are developing now and cause some concern from the clinical setting will just be further delayed that much more. I think that all needs to be taken into account that, yes, there is this financial aspect, but as as much as we are concerned about making financial decisions that affect quality, we need to be concerned about making you know, the same thing here. And, you know, the what I understand, you know, from the folks, you know, who have you know done the analysis, they are very concerned that we're reaching, you know, what might be considered a crisis situation with the patients who are impacted by not having these services. And so yeah. I think you all need to bring that piece into the mix in terms of figuring out what the timeline here, because, and again, you know, nothing has happened, you know, it was put on hold, it, you know, other than the decision made with respect to the approval of the budget, that was the sole decision that was made. Uh, no steps were taken, you know, it was placed on hold because of a, you know, the new board coming in, B, the need to, you know, go through some of these other things. So, but that, is a decision putting on a hold that dates back to the October, November timeframe. And so we're almost to February now. So yeah, I strongly wish that that be taken into consideration. Thank, thank you for you know, stopping the line and making us revert back to our consideration of quality. I do wonder whether there's a benefit of, of, of hearing, because this is a new set of trustees, uh, hearing the current state 
in, in perhaps a special meeting, e even without Whitley. And so the current state would frame, because I think we're gonna have to leapfrog, I mean, or, or stepping stone a couple of these things. I do wonder about the benefit of quote, current state, that would probably just be a rehash of a big QPSC discussion we had like in September or something like that. And, 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 and doing that as a single, a single meeting and then waiting for our CFO and our, 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 our finance chair to say, yep, we have Whipley's where we need it. Now we can have the, the, the further, we can, we can bounce off the, the, the presentation that we heard. So thoughts on that approach, including you, James, sir, please. Yes, sir, you first. Thank you. Um, Gassan and I are gonna be meeting tomorrow because he has some intermediate thoughts to, and I believe they're gonna to speak to the concerns that Mike has rightly raised, but Gassan indicated that he felt there was an interim solution that would be palatable to both sides, but would allow us to move to the desired future state. So I, I can't tell you what that is tonight, and he's not on the line to speak to that, yes. but I. I would very much like to get Gassan's input. Uh, I know Janet's on the call as well. And Janet, if you have any thoughts to share about immediate, immediate jeopardy is not the right term, but immediate concerns about any sort of delay, I'd, I'd welcome hearing from you as well on that. Yeah, I, I really don't have anything. Paula Barbaria uh, has been, you know, that's her area of, of uh, oversight. And I have not been involved except on the perimeter with these discussions. So I, I really can't comment. Got it. So how about we also put a pending on this one? And so we have a bunch of, uh, yes, Kim. I was just gonna say, is there any benefit in just communicating that the program's continuing uh, and that we're gonna have this meeting at some future date to make a decision, uh, which you know is just basically postponing what we said with the budget, but it gives people something to act on and it would change the time clock and we can be more thoughtful and uh, and communicate more appropriately than I think we have in the past. I, I think that's a wonderful consideration. And 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 with, with with the respect of my other trustees, I'd say that's a great discussion for the ELT. <laughs> um, and 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 we're, uh, we we of course want to be party to actually what, what your plans are. But but this this is this is the CEO's this is the CEO's uh it's it's his football um uh with us guiding of course so so i think that's that sounds really reasonable kim and then I, i'll let you guys bear that out in the elt and let us know your thoughts of course before because there are there are political ramifications there are all kinds of stakeholder things uh, so uh, if you guys kind of came to a consensus and then then and and then spoke it out with us i think that would that could be great so on this item let's call this one a pending we still have stuff to cook and there's, a, sorry, Tracy, go for it. Mute. I had another issue that I thought might be relevant for our meeting in February. Yep. Before we leave that item. Yep. Um, I know, uh, we probably all noticed that um, for the first time, in the year of the pandemic there we had an outbreak at our skilled nursing facility a, a pretty major outbreak and so i um we haven't heard anything about that at any of our meetings because it just happened in december and january so i thought that that would be a, a something that we could hear about and it was addressed really quickly because we have such an awesome and outstanding um 
a post-acute leader, but I, I thought that would be something good to for the new board and our existing board to hear about. Okay, so we can maybe... Actually, that, that was addressed in the last meeting. Richard yeah. made a report um, after the uh, presentation by uh, Dr. Swift on both the outbreak and the follow-up action, something like that. Yeah. So just saying that that has been there's been one report on that. I don't know what the you know, sort of updates there might be on it, though. But now it's so. It, now we only have four cases, so yeah. it's it's much much improved since yeah. then. Which we actually only have one case. The others are at the Fairmont, which is intentionally to have positives there. So um, I, I think. Thanks, Richard. I, if I can finish, if I can finish, I did. Sorry about that. I do have a sentence in um, my finance committee. Um, meeting for next Wednesday where I mentioned some data on that also. Okay. Is the thing that, that, I, that, that wasn't, that I didn't hear about last month and that I'm not, I, I'm not aware of, and maybe I missed it, but um, how our Fairmont site is being used by the county for, um, for SNF um, cases. It's, are you asking me now or it's not? Yeah. It's, the intention of the CQ. Let me. The intention of the CQ help so that the hospitals wouldn't surge, and that's one of the reasons why Alameda County didn't see the ICU surges like other counties did, is that we've been helping the hospitals. We had over thirty-five admissions in December from Eden, Washington, right. uh, San Leandro, Highland. So the other SNFs um, are getting patients from us when we discharge. So we're not admitting patients from SNFs into a SNF, except we did it for our Park Bridge in order to lower the census so that we wouldn't be um, nursing ratios during the outbreak. Thanks, Richard. But I, I, that's my question. That's what I was just became aware of in the past couple of weeks was that our that Fairmont was being used to address the surge at other hospitals in Alameda County. And I think that was, that's great. I, I think that's wonderful, but I just wasn't aware of it. And maybe everyone else was, but, and if that's the case, then it's, there's no need for more information. But that, it, it was was the, that was the intent of opening the CQU was for that purpose. That's why we opened it. And HICSA also provided us some, um, startup cost um, funding for it. So it, it's, I think it's been pretty broadly spoken about between the county, HICSA, and- And the board? Uh, I'm pretty sure I presented on this before also. I, I think some elements came out of the prior board. Richard, is, is it possible to for you to retransmit those slides to Trustee Jensen? Sure, not a problem. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Um, so, so we're only on item A. One thing that I did want to bring forward uh, and uh, is, um, I think it would be important for us to, for us as a as a board to know what Alameda Alliance is. And um, uh, Kim can correct me, but it, this is back in the napkin stuff. I think that accounts Alameda Alliance counts for probably three quarters of the till. Does that sound about right, Kimberly? Seventy-five percent of our Alameda Alliance is our payer uh, mix. Yeah. Our payer mix. Uh, it's it's it's. Um, uh, let's see. So we're about. They're probably around thirty to thirty-five percent of our overall payer mix. I don't want to get into reimbursement because sure. it goes into supplementals and a okay. bunch of other stuff. <laughs> but, but a big chunk of the pie, right? 
they are a huge part of our payer base. Yeah. So their their CEO is Scott Coffin, and Scott's a really good guy. I've been I I was introduced to him, and I've been having some discussions. I think it would be nice to hear from to have uh, Scott as the CEO of Alameda Alliance give a presentation to the full board. Maybe a fifteen or twenty minute uh, meet and greet. Here's who we are. Here's what we do. Here are some basic stats. Would you guys be acceptable to that for a February meeting? As one of our items. Okay. Uh, I have a question. Are you intending to try and have all of our different uh, stakeholders? Uh, stakeholders, yes, but in particular, you know, the health plans show up. Do we want to um, hear from Blue Cross? Do we want to hear from Met? Well, those two, the privates. Do we want to hear from the county? So, so um, I don't have an answer to your question. It's a good question. Um, Alameda Alliance sort of is, was sort of kind of has, has always always been on my brain. And I think you uh, have a good question. I'd ask you as the finance chair to help guide me on that. Um, and and then and then we can sequence it. We should I, I think it would be nice to use our board of trustees meetings as an introduction to many of our stakeholders right in a pre, in a presentation. So how about I do the little trick uh, finance chair and throw it back at you. You make a proposal to us from what other payers you might want to consider uh, and we'll do that. Is that acceptable? Absolutely. My, my number one would be the county to start. Okay. okay. And then, you know, just tutorials on everything else, but I'm, I'm trying to get that on my own so that I'm not taking up the valuable meeting time. No, no, but that th this is important because it's so complex and the full board needs to understand it. So uh, how about uh, you, me, and Tracy can also make administrative discussions about about this kind of offline about that. But uh, well, uh, I think um, to your point, uh, I think that uh, Scott will be bring a good perspective because a lot of the county, um, a lot of the measure, okay. a lot of the county dollars go through the alliance. They go right okay. to the alliance and get uh, the county payments come to through the the Alameda Alliance, that's the, the funder. So trustee Estine, I, I chose Scott Coffin because I, I met with him and I have another hour with him tomorrow and he already has something teed up. So it sort of makes him kind of easy and maybe he becomes our entree into further discussions on that. Is that acceptable? Absolutely. Mr. Jackson, is that acceptable to you, sir? It certainly is, thank you very much. Okay. So let's close out item A, if that's okay. So we, we close out saying we're gonna uh, see if C, uh, Alameda Alliance can give a presentation. IOP, we've sort of put the pause. We need a little bit of discussion. We're discussing whether there's a special meeting for current state. We need to continue that discussion. Uh, and we're waiting on WIFLI data. And, and, and when that WIFLI, that has a big pending on it, when that's presented, that can either be presented through the finance or at the full board, uh, you, got, uh, you, you uh, Trustee Esteen and our CFO will, uh, CFO Miranda will talk about when the timing is appropriate. Is that okay? All right, let's close yes. item A. Let's do item B, planning for our April retreat. The last board, um, we had set up four retreats uh, and then we decided towards the end to contract that down to two, two, two retreats in the year, which I, I, I think is, is perfectly fine. Um, so let's start out with some basics. What do you guys think about the date of an April retreat vis-a-vis -vis what Tracy said with the IOP? And then and then, what do we need to do to sort of calendar it? 
I, I think uh, we're already sort of into February and I think that maybe we would want some longer planning to, so I, that's why I sort of favor April. But if there's an urgency for March uh, uh, with regard to Tracy's comments, I, I, I think that March could be done. Why I also like April is that reportedly uh, the HMA uh, consultants are supposed to submit their, their recommendations late March, early April. And if we put our retreat late April, then we would have something big to talk about. Because if we had a retreat in March, they, they may not even be finalized on their, on their stuff. So comments on March versus April? Tracy, any is is that does April sound okay? Given that, sure, sure. Yeah, I think it's important to consider HMA as a yeah. factor. Um, yeah, the governance questions are so large. I, yeah, yeah, and I also appreciate uh, that the IOP discussion is time sensitive. Yeah, um, and urgent. Uh, okay. Would okay. we have the one thing that comes into my mind is scheduling. Will yeah. we have a, uh, a Wednesday night that doesn't have another meeting so that we're not stacking meetings back to back? And so, so you're leading me into my next question. What would be the format of this? Would we want it to be like an all day Friday, people work, we, Saturday is always an option. Not, you know, that's not terribly popular, but, but people aren't working. Do we want this to be a one day or do we want this to be a two day? And we may not come to those answers tonight, but but we used to have four one-day retreats, and we've contracted it down to two. So just what I'd say is, let's come to some general principles, and then we'll give it to to Rana to put out a poll. What are you guys' thoughts on an all-day Friday or an all-day Saturday? I prefer a weekday. I mean, okay. I I don't know how other trustees feel. I have an all-day Saturday every month. Yeah. The bane of my existence. Yeah. Trustee for the Jones? retreat. You're yeah, talking about the retreat. Uh, yeah. Could I prefer one on day. Control? I don't care if it's Friday or Saturday, but I don't want to have a day and a half like we used to have. Okay. Got it. Um, council, CEO, do you have any comments on a, a one day or what complications this might, might cause? Um, I, I, I personally like a Friday because that's actually my best clinical day. I, I'm, I'm more, most free from a clinical perspective. Um, uh, and then it's a question of whether we can pull that off. So Madam Clerk of the Board, if, if you wouldn't mind sending out a poll for availability um, for trustees for let, let's give ourselves the last two Fridays as, as options. The 23rd and 30th, does that sound okay? I'll send out a poll tomorrow. You went all day, like nine to five? Yeah, nine to five. Actually, give them, give them, give them three options, 16, 23, and 30. All right, we'll do. I'll get a poll out tomorrow. And let's see if, if people can bite. So, uh, you know, I think that's big for us with planning for a retreat agenda. We actually have landed on a proposed day. It'll be a one-day format, not a day-and-a-half format. Um, I think uh, towards the end of April gives us a lot of time to plan, but but some broad strokes on things that I, I would like us to consider. And uh, unfortunately, we're also the uh, planning committee <laughs> for, the, uh, for, for the retreat. 
uh, four big things. One actually comes out from Mike, the general counsel. Uh, we were Mike and I were general counsel and I were talking about board education. So, so this might be a good opportunity to be, do a good learning module. Maybe it's a one hour chunk. Maybe it's a one and a half hour chunk as sort of a big springboard. And then general counsel advised on education. Maybe like every quarter we do, we bury like a 20 or 30 minute talk within the regular board structure. But, but uh, I think a learning session would be a good one. I don't know what it is and sort of too tired to decide tonight. Um, but does that sound appropriate to you guys? I mean, there's governance committees. I mean, governance institute stuff. There's all kinds of stuff. Uh, I, the, I was. Can I just ask one more question about the governance piece? Yeah. Uh, didn't HMA say they wanted to have a report by March? They they did, but they just said March. I'm I'm just giving them a little bit of wiggle room. End of March. I, I actually thought their 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 plan to do it by March was very very aspirational. This is all. This is a big heavy lift. Um, so um, it's not a big lift if you're not changing anything. <laughs> you know they do have marching orders. Yeah, <laughs> um, I won't make any comment on that one. So um, um, so uh, that that gives us time to digest what their plan is if it's in April. Do you think, Jen? Uh, once we digest their plan, are we going to spit it back at the county? Like, I thought it was a one directional. So it might be, but at this retreat, so another item, we get to talk about the implications for us. So I, I would like a governance update slash a planning, and, and it might just be the framing discussion. All right, here's what was decided. All right, here are the downstream implications for us. You know, this is going to affect finance how, this is going to affect quality how, this is going to affect HR how. So I think that's another big item is a governance update uh, for that retreat. And that might be two hours. Um, next would, uh, uh, the, the, a third item I would want, uh, 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 we, and we, we would do it in closed, but CEO performance, um, that'll be in, in, in April. And, and the three of us know under the contract we existed, uh, our CEO's contract will auto renew May 15 or May 16, something like that. Um, if we don't say anything, so April's a good time to 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 do the regular work of CEO performance. So I think that should be a closed session item. And then the last big thing I had was uh, in discussions with Trustee Esteen talking about our strategic plan. Do, do 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 we create a space to talk about strategic planning at the retreat? So those are just some ballpark ideas I had. And again, we have uh, at least a decent amount of time to get this figured out if it's in April. Tracy, Jen, you got anything to say? Well, uh, I mean, the strategic plan is, is something we have to talk about, but I think we have to get governance out of the way. Okay. I mean, that's a good point, right? How can you make a strategic plan without knowing what is, well, yeah, uh, great point. Jen? Um, this is going to be a public meeting? Yes. Yeah. For eight hours on a Friday. Okay. <laughs> Great. Well, well, some of it will be closed and we can determine what will be closed. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Via Zoom. Via Zoom. Or maybe not. You know, who knows? So I, I think those are sort of just initial thoughts. And then my other suggestion would be for the three of us to reach out to our colleagues and say, hey, do you have any ideas for a retreat? We're choosing a one-day format. So there's only finite number of hours and we got to eat lunch, right? Um, so um, I think that's that's what Jen, Trace. No, that, to your point about education, um, we have to eat lunch and sometimes we even have dinner at retreats, but having, um, if you want to get educated, having somebody do a, a lunch presentation or a dinner presentation while we eat, that that's always, um, yeah, that's always, you know, a good time to learn. Yeah. And who knows, there's the, I would say there's an outside potential that this could potentially be in person, you know, uh, in late April. Really? Yeah, maybe. Eh. <laughs> so, so I think if we, if, if we just got one deliverable, which is, we picked a one day format and it's going to be on a Friday in April, I think we sort of won for today. Is that acceptable? Yeah, I think I think these are good topics. Let me I'm going to do your thing and I'm going to repeat back to make sure I captured everything. Board education, governance, CEO performance review, strategic plan for the trustees. Well, uh, actually, we held uh, we held off on strategic plan because we need to digest what the county uh, 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 budget. Yeah. So maybe budget. Maybe you get your maybe you get your time to, to talk us through money. <laughs> We're going to invite a guest speaker named Kim Miranda. <laughs> yeah, right. I heard you. I heard no, you that, that's a good point. We, I mean, it is April, and we, we were be needing to pass a budget in June, so it, there's going to have to be some discussion of the budget. And, and we always do have a part of the April retreat has always been a budget discussion. So okay. I mean, thanks for bringing that up, Jennifer. Yeah, yeah, done. You're right. We we're we're right. Kim's right in the windows to submit a budget. So stupid of me. Yes, finance. So so let me throw out one other idea that you know I hadn't heard yet, and I don't know if it's on anyone's mind, but the uh, I'm not exactly sure the uh, time line, but you know there have been a number of discussions. So is there anything from uh, the heady task force that would be appropriate for your retreat? Oh man, Mike, that's a, a great one. It's almost too much. To, uh, there's Can so you much. you guys just give me a, a one-liner on what Hetty is? Health, health, health equity, and diversity. And okay. right. That's why we're going to get a report out on demographics. Yeah. Well, it it goes beyond that. I think that there's been, uh, you know, Ishwari talked about this in the orientation, but this is a a system-wide task force that is looking at those issues from top to bottom of the organization um they i think that the last the most recent step of their work was identifying priorities for the coming year which i don't know that there's been an opportunity to report that to the board and discuss that with the board although you know there's been board involvement you know in that work and so you might want to consider how that might fit into it you know one of the I think one of the potential selling points, if you will, is that, you know, the the makeup and the participation in HETI is quite diverse. It includes frontline employees, it includes doctors, it includes uh, administrators. So, you know, it's also an opportunity to involve a lot of people in a retreat with three. 
Yeah. I, again, I'm just throwing out an idea here. I'm not necessarily saying. No. It's a good one. So we have a lot of stuff to chew on. Heady, finance, learning, governance, and CEO performance. I, I think that we just stacked a whole day right there. And, and if I may, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn. I'm here. I'm primarily interested. And Hetty, this is Jeanette Harper. I'm Z. Hi, Z. Hi, breast cancer navigator. It's hard because turn down the TV for whatever you. Somebody has a TV on in the background or something that's making it difficult to hear. Okay. I think it might have been me. Um, and, and I think this is a really good time to um, not only discuss Hetty, but to also be more specific and intentional in our work and discuss racial equity. Because um, health equity and racial uh, equity are not synonymous. And by uh, the work that's being undertaken along with the county in terms of uh, the resolution addressing reparations in terms of the health committee, uh, having a um, committee on health disparities, I feel like this is an opportunity for Alameda Health System to regain our, our footing and really address racial equity and center our work in racial equity in conjunction with health equity. Because from my perspective, we are totally, we are missing it. Um, and I'm not saying this to be mean, but I'm saying it because there's a lack of transparency in the selection process. Um, there's no way to ensure that all voices are, be heard, are heard because there's a selection process and that selection process is a mystery. So maybe there's a way in which we can poll and talk to different people to ask what their experience is with racial equity in conjunction with establishing health equity. And I think that will give us a really good picture and help position us to continue to do the work that we do and make um, greater impact. Because it's uneven right now. We have some, some parts of our, our organization doing it one way and in other parts doing it another way. So it's a lack of consistency in terms of how we're establishing racial equity. So. See, that, thank you for your valuable input. And uh, uh, I, I think uh, the executive officers here, we're, we're all committed to this enterprise. So this, this issue will be addressed. And then it's about finding the right place for it. So rest assured, this is going to be addressed. Uh, uh, I don't know if you were in the quality committee meeting today. Uh, we talked a little bit about that. Maybe this just requires its own special meeting, but rest assured, this will have a place, okay? Yeah, and thank you, and I apologize for interrupting. So thank you for your graciousness. I appreciate it. Of course, Z. So I'm going to close out item B because we're at 8.50, 8.49. Um, item C is a status of the governance review. This is an easy one. Um, I'm not sure that anyone has, uh, I've not been interviewed yet. We're still trying to arrange that. So. I think there. I think the interviewing process by HMA is still in place. Um, I I I think that uh, our CEO um, was was added to the list. Is that correct, Mr. Jackson? Great, because I would hope so. <laughs> James, you're on mute. Thank you. Um, the fifth of February is when I'll be interviewed. Oh, oh, you have a date. Great. So I think the status is sort of pending. We're all still waiting to be to be interviewed. And then, um, so I'll close out item C. Item D is we board. We still have an ad hoc governance committee. Oh, strikes, uh, apologies. No, we do fair. have an ad hoc governance committee. Th this is chaired by Trustee Dong. Trustee Esteen is on it. Uh, and uh, this is for our clerk of the board. 
for our ad hoc governance committee chaired by Dong, uh, populated by Esteen, Bouquet, and Banerjee. So um, I know that, uh, apologies, I, I stepped over this. The, uh, the governance, Trustee Dong is working in, in the background and this is an ad hoc committee. It doesn't require Brownable, so she is, tr she'll be reaching out to you, Jennifer, and trying to coordinate where we can uh, infuse ourselves into, uh, as, a, as a critical stakeholder into the process. Okay. I know that, 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 so my update on that is that's in process. Um, so with that, I'll close item C. Item D is board performance. I'm, I want this to sort of be a regular item for the executive uh, committee and, and for us just to, to talk about being better. I don't have anything big or broad for tonight, um, but, but I want this to, to use this as a venue for the simple things. For example, uh, I've had discussions with our clerk of the board and, and uh, we're, some of our trustees are having tech issues, right? So how do we have the dialogue if you can't get into that, if you're not familiar with NASDAQ, uh, the NASDAQ board portal to read the documents, to feed the dialogue? So, so I would put that under board performance. I think some of our trustees haven't, uh, haven't engaged Alameda Health System email. I think that's critical to our performance as well. And it also raises the issues of security and HIPAA and all that kind of thing. And I think general counsel would agree with me. So one thing I'd say on board performance, we need to uh, talk to our colleagues and commit to using the, the electronic resources put to us, which include uh, Alameda Health System email. And I think all iPads save one have been distributed and I'm gonna help distribute that one to the last remaining trustee. Uh, so that would go under board performance. For, to keep this as a, as a working item, I'd like you guys to consider how we sort of grade ourselves. Um, I haven't spoken to general counsel about this, but my recollection is, Council Moy, didn't, didn't we do this like a, the prior board? I just can't remember. I thought we did some self grading system, but that might've been like two years ago. I just don't remember. No, so the under the bylaws, the board is actually required to conduct a self-evaluation every uh, uh, annually. And, you know, since 2015, uh, evaluation has typically come in been the fall retreat, either uh, the October retreat when there were two retreats a year or in uh, either October or November, depending upon when that uh, retreat was scheduled, when it went into So the, um, uh, the evaluation has been cut, conducted every year, except last year, because, you know, by uh, the folks were leaving. So um, there really was no point to conducting an evaluation. So this year will be the first year. Can someone go on mute? I don't know who's that. Okay. Can I ask so, a question regarding yeah. um, the board in general? Uh, when Jayco came, we got uh, a ding for the board, right? For board governance. Can we see that and make sure that we're also meeting every single criteria that they dinged us for? Um, I'm not quite sure I follow. So well, we so, have five issues on Jayco, yeah, there were, right? There were five condition level findings. Exactly. One of them was governance. And, and to, to summarize, 
there weren't a lot of elements of the governance. The, the reason they chose governance as a problem yeah. was because all the there were other issues which were unresolved. So it was sort of, uh, there were so many recurrent issues on some of the other domains that hadn't been fixed, they chose to elevate that to governance. So that's why governance took a hit. So they said that the board oversight was lacking. Right. Yeah. Okay, so th it was basically just one thing. You guys didn't do what you said you were going to do. And Did a friggin' job. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so and, that, that... Um, to that point, and to a point you made earlier, Tap, regarding um, board usage of email and um, and board effect and those types of things, it came up at our QPSC meeting, and I, I am fine that I'm, Technically, I'm an employee of AHS, but and I get a lot of email from AHS. But most of the time, I I don't have access to the AHS intranet, and I when I click on things, I I, I can't. I'm told that I can't access anything inside the system, but yet I can't. I'm not supposed to click on anything outside the system. So I'm kind of in a. I'm in limbo. I'm not an employee. I'm, I am an employee, but I'm not actually an employee because I don't have access to most things inside. And then as we saw in QPSC, we are not, me as a board member, I won't speak for everyone, but I don't get these documents and things that are um, shared, uh, like the breakfast information that Nilda pointed out and a lot of the, the things that are um, provided with regard to, um, and not that it's necessarily not that it's all required, but I think that maybe this board should come up with some standards for information and documentation sharing. Okay. I, I think that's a good point. And it sounds like there may be some technical issues about how you can launch things. Um, so I'm going to ask our CEO to uh, and, our, and um, our clerk of the board to help work with whatever, whatever IT issues you have, uh, which would allow you to launch from within. And, uh, you know, uh, well, and it's not even just me, Tap. I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but even as we talked about the score um, survey, I, it, that's not something that I would, when I click on SCOR, I would not probably even be able to access that. And, and not that I should or not that I would be able to, um, to address anything on a, any environmental issue at a site because I'm not at the site and I am a board member, but what I'm saying is, as we learn about these issues and as we um, hear board reports yeah. about these things, it, oh, it's not it's not true that we can always, at, well, at least for me, it's not true that I can always see many of the things that are being referred to in the reports because they are in, in a, um, they're somewhere in the system that I don't have access to. Okay. But I mean, that, that is an important point because how can you leverage your decision-making if you don't have the requisite data you need? So I'll, I'll you know, I'll put on us to, to figure out what, what, where are the weak points in where the trustees can't access the data that they can't. I know one of the trustees was calling me, I can't get into my email. I'm like, oh my God. Uh, uh, so uh, th these are things about board performance. We can't perform if we don't have so-and-so. So these then become asks of us to uh, to our CEO and to, to our clerk of the board about where we're at. So how about we make that list and I'll put out at my next update to you guys 
what issues do you have from a technical perspective to gain access to this data? Is that an yeah, okay so, part? Mike? If, if I could just bring up a practical issue. So the, I mean, you know, typically the process is that, and this is the process is laid out in the um, procedures and, you know, just by way of background, this was the procedure that was adopted I want to say back in the fall of 2016 when the board went through a deliberate to look at, you know, what it was doing, how it was operating, and in particular the interaction between it and staff. Yeah, I mean, one of the fundamental things is that, and I think both from a good governance standpoint and I think from, you know, the, the past history of what's happened to this board, is that the entire, you know, the board should get, you know, if information is provided to the board, it needs to go to the entire board. Right. One of the challenges of individual board members, you know, you know, essentially obtaining information on their own is that it just creates this either perception of inequity or actual inequity because then not everybody has access to the same thing. And so, you know, the point, you know, that you make, Trustee Jensen, is, yeah, I mean, the, the employee designation is for, you know, an IRS purpose solely and specifically. You know, that's you know fairly you know limited as far as it goes. But you know, I think that you really need to look at the practice, you know, from the standpoint of if folks need things and you know, again, what the policies and procedures provide is that if somebody wants something, they communicate that to the chair, the chair communicates that to the CEO, and then, you know, it gets done. And uh, that's what you have written in your policies and procedures. So I I would recommend that you might want to think about as part of this one of the things is to deal with looking at those policies and procedures where you feel they don't support whatever it is that you want to do you know i uh, had actually started uh uh you know a process to you know sort of review and revise those you know before uh, the changeover occurred, but you know, again, that's something that you might want to take on because you you already have a structure there, and the question is, does that structure actually work for how you want to operate at this point? So that would be my suggestion as far as that goes. Otherwise, you'll end up, you know, you have the potential just to end up with, you know, a multitude of practices that might conflict with each other, that might create problems or issues, and that's why we came up with what's in there right now. So that would be my suggestion on that. Okay. Um, any other comments on board performance, trustees? Mike, uh, may I ask a favor? Can you send uh, the existing instrument, uh, an unpopulated instrument uh, for board evaluation to, to the executive officers? So we can just, so we can talk about that. So trustees will know when we come October, they'll know what they were being graded on all, all year long. Uh, okay, R Rana, do uh... Rana, do we have that instrument? We sh I, I think so. I think so, but I'm not 100 percent so, positive. Yeah, and and I, so the the survey uh, was developed and has been used for the last three or four years. Would it be helpful to see the last survey that was conducted with that incorporates it, the actual results from it, or do you want just a blank document? I mean, I'm, I'm fine either way. I want, to, I want us to be able to see what we're gonna be graded on. Um, so maybe if we saw where we were before, people were like, okay, I wanna beat that, you know? Uh, so, 
So I, either way, Mike, I'll let you. I'll let you decide. Okay. Okay. I will that out. Last, last thing about board performance, so to try to get us out, it's 9.02, is that um, the, um, uh, the bylaws allows for the executive committee to be populated by A, the president, B, the vice president, C, the um, secretary treasurer, and D, any other officer as, uh, that, that uh, officerial position that can be created. So we have the opportunity to bring a fourth member onto this executive committee if we so desire. Um, I think I think sometimes there, there's a fine line between the more the merrier, but there's so much work to be done here. It, it makes me wonder whether we uh, I, whether we should. Tracy, again, comments? If another board member wants to participate, I don't see a problem there. Yeah, let's get some. You mean you don't? You're not afraid to get some work out of someone? <laughs> Neither am I. I'd All love right, so to have our ninth, so that uh, I can drop one of my committees, frankly, and yeah. so that uh, we could have a fourth on this committee. Yeah. Because I think sometimes two of us should be in different rooms, and yeah. right now we have an issue with Brown Act violations, so only one of us can join other things. And I'd like Jen, to avoid that. Jen, I agree. That's a big problem for us on board performance. We are down a trustee. Um, uh, un unfortunately, that that is not at our. Uh, uh, it, it is not our position to give. So we'll, I think we'll each continue to, to talk with our suits and see if they can get us a ninth trustee because uh, this is a public meeting. We need we need a full team to help us. There's so much work to do. Um, uh, should we have a conversation with our county board of supervisors and ask them what the holdup is? We, I, I think, I, I think, uh, I, I don't know what the we is. We could have you could, those could occur as individuals. Oh my God. Or, oh. Yeah. Oh. So, so, so I say, oh. I say yes. I say yes. Engagement of our supervisors should be done. Um, okay. So with that, I'll close out item D. And uh, that's our open session item. We're at four minutes in the bonus. I think we will move to closed session. Mike, it's, I, I think you and I had a brief little touch. Closed session is going to be pretty short, right? Actually, there's no need for a closed session. I don't oh. have anything after all. Oh, so we're done? Yeah. Yes, sir. Wow, 9.04. So that was an hour and four minutes. So uh, this will end the first official executive committee meeting of January 27th, 2021. I'll adjourn the meeting. Can I um, just say thank you for the transparency? I really, it's very refreshing, this entire, this entire meeting and the QPSC as well. Thanks, Mike, and thanks, Kath. To both of course. Of Everyone have a good night.